0: Hello, everyone welcome to another episode of my sister and me it's little sister here dominique and we have big sister janelle on the line i don't know why i'm speaking like this but it sounds like i'm going to tell a story about something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but it was very soothing i like it so here we
1: are You know, I am digging this very soothing speaking voice that you have going, and it has inspired me to continue with the speaking voice.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I think it stems from watching Full Weddings and a Funeral, and which is an amazing so- show on uh, Hulu. So anyway, let's jump into the bullshit.
1: Are you not going to ask me what I did this week?
0: Sure. What did you do this week, girlfriend? You know,
1: I feel like you don't care anything about my personal life. I do. I realize realize I'm boring. (laughs) You know what? I think it's different
0: because throughout the week, I talk to you so much. Mm
2: -hmm. So I
0: think that's, it's not me not caring. It's just that I talk to you so much. So I'm sorry that I didn't ask you in front of our audience. Hello, Janelle. How was your week last week? What you got going on?
1: Um, you know, I had a very busy week. Um, I won't get into the particulars just because, um, I don't necessarily want to discuss it on the podcast today, but my week. See, I asked you and now you don't want to divulge,
0: but I know, I know what it's about, but it's okay
1: because see, I know how your week went, but you know, all in all, like it's very, very good. Um, I had this weekend you know what scratch all this i'm just hella boring like you I are not go. boring girl you have i didn't a even really... go i didn't even go work out like literally
0: saturday because you have a valid reason as to why it didn't happen this weekend but this week but you can't talk about it just yet but it will make sense and soon. you know soon very soon it will make sense so y'all janelle is the bomb just i'm just gonna put that out there she the bomb and she gonna be hitting like six figures Tell us
1: soon if she ain't there yet. But just know the bitch is the bomb.
2: <sighs>
1: Anywho, um, but no, like this weekend was just like I had woke up this morning. Literally, <laughs> I just spend way too much time on my my phone, like playing on my phone. Let me just Do you do, there, do you have I, Candy Crush or something on your phone? I do not have Candy Crush. Actually, I do, and the only time I ever play is like if I'm on the plane. And I'm just kind of like bored in that moment, and literally I play for like ten minutes, and that's it. But I resent um, iPhones, apples. Uh, <laughs> 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 Not apple. I know. I'm um, like you, so black. I know Apple for putting that, um, like that weekly notification telling you how much time you have spent on your phone.
2: Like, I think you could turn is, it off.
1: I know you can turn it off. I know this, but I also, a part of me feels like I need to keep it on just so I can monitor um, the amount of time that I'm spending, like wasting on my phone. Like I was telling somebody how I was going to start studying, you know, I'm studying for this test and I just have all of these things going on. And they're just like, when are you going to find time to do all of this? I'm like, well, according to this thing, telling me how I spend like five hours a day fucking with my phone. I feel like the time is right there. <laughs> Hell, I mean, you're right. You're right. So, you know, just really being, I, I know I want to turn, I don't want to turn it off just because I want to be cognizant. And again, like a lot of the stuff that we are doing, um, you know, like with the podcast, trying to promote it and just being a lot of even trying to create this show. Um, we have to know what's going on and essentially this device that is it fits in our hand gives us so so much information it's hard to say okay I'm not going to be on on my phone but I do feel a way about the fact that I manage to have a full-time job and yet still am able to devote five hours a day to playing on my phone so you know just really being cognizant of how we're spending our time and making our time here on this earth, on this planet um, a little bit more meaningful. So, you know, if Beyonce could do it, we could do it, you know, shit. So anyway, again, I missed Orange Theory Saturday. I had every intention on going to the 730 class because they had this special class, which I was not about to fuck with, called the Dry Try, And it's basically like a triathlon. So, the oh, uh, two- I was like, that sounds like some terrible sex, <laughs> girl. Yes, it does actually. Oh, my goodness, but yeah, it's essentially like because okay, Ant Theory. I don't know if the world knows, um, I'm sure they do because I know I've talked about it on the show before, but it is like three different essentially movements. So you are on, they have like the tread machine, they have like a rower machine, and then you have like all the free weights. So in the dry try, you have to do like, um, a 5k run on the treadmill, then you have to do a 2000 meter row. And then you're doing like 2000, like body weight, uh, movements or something like that and it's just like it is a lot of work and I'm just like fuck that it's only for the 845 class and like the 10 something so I was like okay I'll go to the 730 so I get up at seven o'clock and I'm just dicking around on my phone so then I scroll it's about 745 because I was like I'm going to go to the 845 class and I see a meme about the dry trot and I'm just like fuck like I fucking forgot that like, this was happening so I missed it then I woke up this morning, now which is Sunday, and I just said, you know, I don't feel like going. And so I didn't. And well, here we are. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh,
0: I ain't even mad at it. Like yesterday, I definitely had a lazy Saturday
1: because mm-hmm.
0: I went to happy hour, um, with like, my play family. And mm-hmm. like one of like my one of my good girlfriends, Um, she works with me now and we're trying to get Chantel hired, uh, which is like my like my play brother, quote, 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 my brother's wife that just got mm-hmm. they just got married. So we're trying oh. to get her. Well, we're trying to get her hired in the design department. So, um uh, we went to happy hour and then from there we went to uh Soho House. Um a lot of people probably don't know what Soho House is, but it's like a social club um and there's like a membership fee. I do not have it yet. Um because <laughs> you need like two like letters of recommendation from like people that are already members that are high profile people and mm. I know this guy that I used to date before I found out he was married he one of his recommendations was Russell Simmons damn so yeah but I'm gonna tell y'all right now so we went my friend um Tamira's her her friend is a dj and she was djing Mm -hmm. so we was on the guest list to go and um we had a really good time they had these bomb ass chocolate chip cookies I've been pressed to go back for a minute to get these damn cookies and (laughs) I got my life and I was too turned up couldn't drive home uh stayed at Jeff and Chantel's house got up damn girl went to the girl went to the dentist yesterday was trying to try a new dentist because it was closer and they was full of shenanigans not having my appointment on the book but mind you i got two text alerts confirming this fucking appointment but i did meet a fine dentist but he got a girlfriend so i'm over (laughs) it so i'll be going back to my old
1: dentist girl you were hilarious you know i have a distance appointment coming up in like a couple of weeks uh because my dentist actually retired, and so his partner <laughs> is a younger guy, and mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Oh, girl, you're gonna love Dr. Alpers." Like, oh, he is just like, because you know he all he's he's young, and I feel like if you were in a space with older women, being a man and just being young automatically makes you attractive, right? So, and th- don't get me wrong, <laughs> like he's Shit. not he is not unattractive. These are the things that he has going for him. He is relatively young. Like he has to be in his late 30s, early forties. Um, he's tall. Okay. And he has the deepest voice. Mm. So, exactly. So like if I saw this white man just walking down the street, like I would probably notice him just because he is tall. Like for some reason, especially lately, like seeing dudes who are like dad height, automatically you you have caught my eye and not so much like oh because you take up this much space but it's just like "Mm, you tall like i feel like there is a shortage of tall dudes girl when i tell you i was somewhere and
0: like maybe last weekend Mm -hmm. and i looked around and there was nobody tall i i'm doomed (laughs) (laughs) or maybe not me not me per se my kids
1: yeah it's it's definitely difficult don't as as a person who has the only person that i've ever dated that i i think that was like significant not so much significantly but like i'm in flats and they are in flats and they they're they're at least a head taller than me um was like my boyfriend in high school oh yeah that pink dick i remember (laughs) But other than that, like every other guy that I've dated, I feel as though be, they are like my height
2: or under. <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: know. Like I said, <laughs> if, if if Kevin don't come and give me soon, I'm a, everybody gonna be like five. Everybody legit has been like five nine or five ten, and I'm like, this not doing for me. Oh, but God. at least they've been kind of like bulk, not bulkier. <laughs> I mean, like stockier. Like, yeah, so we're yeah. Thinking, like, you know what I mean? But yeah,
1: man. I know.
0: It's epidemic. y'all sidebar. I told Janelle to look up uh, a dolphin dick. <laughs> y'all gotta look at it. It's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. Oh my anyway, but let's dude, let's jump
1: right into thank the bullshit. You, thank Let you. me get let's, <laughs> let's go into that press. Hopefully, it does not involve penis. It doesn't.
0: <laughs> It doesn't. I, I, well, yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you sent me an interesting conversation piece the other day. Uh, we talked about this clip that's circulating on the interwebs of, uh, with uh, the Kardashians and Corey Gamble.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Corey, Corey is Chris's much younger black boyfriend, y'all. Her black uh. king. <laughs> so yeah, it does talk about penis. We have like two topics. <laughs> yes. So in this clip, um, it is learned that Courtney's their their nanny has quit because Penelope, Penelope mm-hmm. which is the second key and she's funny looking. Uh, <laughs> um, she scratched the nanny in her face. Uh huh. And so Corey pretty much just. Is telling them they need to be her ass right. but be but yeah you know a little bit more about the clip I just actually saw the clip so if you want to so, go a little bit into more yeah, into detail no, no, it's not because problem. I'm mad at how they was trying to jump on him so, okay. so okay. I actually watched the episode um, Okay, I cannot believe um,
1: it unfortunately I know I'm still it is a guilty pleasure of mine like I hate to admit that I still watch the show but I definitely still do um but nonetheless, on the particular episode, like it seemed as though all of Courtney's kids were having some type of behavioral problem. Like earlier in the episode, I think Mason, the oldest son, had gotten in trouble in school because he was trying to like square up with somebody, you know, like <laughs> you want fight. And He's so I good. forgot what it was, but somehow like Courtney was, uh, Chloe was driving, and Courtney is like Facetimeing Mason, and you know she's essentially telling him how, you know, you can't go around threatening to be people up, like, you have to keep your head to yourself, and she was like, but, you know, I appreciate you for, you know, owning your mistake, because we all make mistakes for your learning and growing, like, she was on some millennial raising kids type of bullshit, and she was like, but you could still go to, like, such and such's party, and so Chloe is, like, sitting in the car, like, kind of making a face, she was like, can he though okay like you know what i mean like i think it was clear by her facial expression that she felt like more discipline was to be had but courtney wasn't doing it and then courtney calls scott telling him what happened and she was Mm -hmm. like i told him he could still go to such a short party and scott is like the fuck he can like Scott's thing was, you know, when he was growing up, he really did not have any type of boundaries, no type of discipline. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted to do, which caused him a lot of problems. um, Later in life. When he got
2: older, right.
1: Yeah. And so, and I appreciate Scott, you know, I I appreciate how he has grown. Like, I actually like him. Um, You know, he was definitely an asshole previously. He had all sorts of problems, but I feel like he is definitely a good example of how, like, Somebody has, you know, done a 180 um, and trying to really improve their life. And he was just like, no, like, you do something wrong. You get in trouble at school. You don't get to go to parties. You don't get to have fun. Like, you need to be on punishment. And so, you know, Courtney was just like, oh, okay. And then she asked Chloe, like, what do you think? And Chloe's just like, well, that's not up to me. Like, it's between you and Scott. And if he feels this strongly, like, I feel like you should listen to what he says. Like, y'all need to be on the same page. So fast forward um, to this dinner, and that's when they reveal that Penelope um, scratched the nanny. And, you know, Courtney had just been saying how she has so much trouble with Penelope. She was like, you know, her other kids, she could punish them, and they actually will learn from their punishments, whereas she was like... Penelope don't give a fuck. Like I can take away this, I can take away that. I could put her in the corner. I can, you know, put put her on punishment. She does not care. And so that's yeah. when Corey was like, "I would be her ass." And then Scott got all of it on. It, it all was an argument based off semantics. Right. Um, what Corey theoretically meant was that if I'm gonna she give was her my tri- well, he was like, if it was my child, I would whip her. But he really was not saying that. But I feel like, one, it's a cultural thing, specifically a cultural thing, because yeah. I think for them, when because he said, I would beat her ass. And I feel like when Scott heard that, all he thinking is like a grown man, like jumping somebody, like people getting in the fist fight, like I'm going to beat your ass type of shit. Right, right, not right. Not that I am going to whip a little kid, like in a, you know, like the way that you would spank a little kid. So I think it got blown out of proportion, mainly off of his verbiage. I feel like if you was in a room with all black folks, we would have got what you said. And I think even like Kim kind of was trying to smooth it over because, I mean, she married to a nigga. So I'm sure she and they all have had some black dick. So I'm sure. Right. Except for Courtney. Understood the whole beat your ass type of thing,
0: right, right.
1: But because you know, and so they it, it went way, way too far. I think it's just one of those things where, you know, everybody has to find their right way. I think we as Black people culturally have been so um, traumatized by slavery. Still, I've, every motherfucking thing, every issue Black people deal with stems from slavery. it's sad to say but it's true you know like the the theory that beating somebody or whipping somebody to keep them in line to keep them doing what you need them to do out of fear of being you know physically harmed is something that we have yet to let go of yes. and you know some people are very much about like getting whippings like i you know like we grew up like our parents really did not whip us like i don't think you
0: was... don't think well i, I got
1: mean, whoopings
0: did you get a lot of whoopings, i mean girl i was bad yes i got a lot of whoopings i'm not one of the times you caused one of the whoopings because you pushed me into that damn popcorn water mama had <laughs> why she put it on the wall i have no fucking idea y'all lucretia was uh oh, I I don't even want to talk about it today. I, I, but yeah. Honestly, I. You were a good child. I got hella whoopings.
1: I got hella whoopings at Sharon's house. But I got. We, wh- but we used to get group whoopings at Sharon's. Like I don't, honestly, at Sharon's house, um, and this is our aunt. A lot of times we would get just mass whoopings. <laughs> <laughs>
2: As kids.
1: Like. You know, we were supposed to go to bed and it's 11 o'clock and we're still awake, obviously, because it's the summertime and we don't have shit to do the next day. And somebody woke up the baby, you know, whoever was the baby at that time. And we all had to line up and get a spanking. And I yeah. always, you know, like I always kind of like and we used to always want to go back. That's the fuck up part. Like we used to get all these whippings, like switches type whippings not just a SWAT, you know it was like go pick your switch right. right and we wanted to go back every year which is crazy to me but you know like i resented the fact that we had to get these group weapons because it's like well i specifically did not do shit so why am i having to stand in line and wait for this beating but again i think it's just a lesson in um there are other ways to discipline your kid outside from getting a whooping, but I also feel like, like, for Corey, I feel like he was out of place and out of line for commenting on how they raise their kids. You know what I mean? Like, you are not, none of their family, like, you were just the nigga that they mama fucking, So for you to chime in on how I'm rearing rearing my child, um, I feel like that was out of place. At the same time, though, I see where he was coming from, because, again, like black people, we are of this community. You know what I mean? Like, we feel like if you are a child in my presence because your parent has entrusted me to watch you on some level, like I have just as much ownership over you as your parent does so like you know what I mean like that's just how it like takes a village like that's that's how we feel but when you are in spaces that are different from yours culturally you can't move the same way that you would normally move so he easily got turned into the pariah which is still fucked up but of course this is what they do on this show all because of they didn't understand where he was coming from And he wasn't articulating it in a way for them to understand. I feel like
0: once he broke it down, he was like, I'm not, I don't mean like beat her ass like that. I mean, like she would get a spanking or get popped. So I feel like they were just still up in arms, like, you know, as verbiage uh that he used they they couldn't like let it go and so it became a bigger situation than it needed to be oh, uh in sure. and retrospect and, and Retro's like, i feel like he wasn't necessarily out of place for commenting on how they raise their kids because clearly this has been an ongoing issue for years for them uh-huh. it's just like okay what y'all doing isn't working so maybe try a different approach right and you know, and, and like he said, it, it's not about like knocking the hell out of them. It's just like, yo, if I know if I do this and I could possibly get popped in my mouth or on, on my ear or head or whatever, wherever you hitting your kid, mm-hmm. maybe that'll keep them in line and they'll think twice about what they're doing.
2: Um, right.
0: So I, I think it could have been, like I said, he tried to clean it up, but they was just so gung ho on how he, how it came across the fir- first time that they were not open.
1: And to, I think too you know I think even when he was trying to clean it up I think in his mind he was still expressing it as if you know like if Penelope was my child yes I would with her but like you said that they were so I think Scott was so up in arms without thinking that all of a sudden you know here's this big black man attacking my little you know six year old Lily white daughter you know like, (laughs) like no like (laughs) i feel like i said daughter like uh that woman on basketball was my daughter my daughter (laughs) oh my gosh but no like you know what i mean i think he was just like in his mind he is picturing i have left penelope at their house and she's knocked something down and here comes Corey, you know like punching her or something like i don't know whatever the fuck they cleaned it up as they always do by the end of the episode and everybody is all loves and hugs. But I do think there's a bigger conversation to be had. Um, spanking has always been like this kind of taboo topic as far as rearing of children. And I feel like on some level I do condone spanking but I think there is definitely like a fine line, and again, and I probably condone spanking because this is something that is quote unquote normal to me culturally. So I yeah. I can acknowledge the fact that I'm like maybe we shouldn't be spanked, but you know, like even Courtney says, she's like she really didn't know what to do because she feels like all her other tactics in parenting was not weren't working. And so, you know, when you are kind of like at a loss for what to do, and the only thing is, I haven't tried spanking them, like maybe that will help. I don't know. I don't know. It's a touchy subject. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Because, you know,
2: because
1: you say something, because you know, I know what I'm saying is problematic, but I also don't know. And I will say what they did end up um, doing. It's trying to, when I think when their kids do something right or positive, they try to really give them a lot of positive reinforcements. That way, when they do something bad, it's like that much more obvious that, you know, like, oh, like when I have positive, when I do things good, it makes me feel really good type of thing. So you're more inclined to repeat those actions. Because I feel like, ultimately, kids just want attention on some level. Right. And, unfortunately, it's one of those things where the squeaky wheel gets the oil. So, Penelope is the middle child. And I feel like she probably feels, you know, neglected or not paid attention to in some type of way. So, she's the one that acts out the most in order to get that attention that she normally would not get. And that's probably what it is. But I feel like nobody is really considering like her position as the middle child, yeah, so
0: I don't know, as a middle child uh barely girl, I, to a certain extent, not at our daddy house <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not technically, uh, you know, but i I did. I get the the where it feels like you're kind of just in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of feel like you do have to go be like extra like outgoing or, you know, like doing stuff. Or, and I want to say attention. Mm-hmm. A lot of my stuff wasn't for attention. I was checking motherfuckers like Miss Beeks and Mr. Panhorse. <laughs> so <laughs> people be trying to try you. And that's Yo, what it is.
1: Can I tell the audience, Dominique? Decided to tell one of her teachers, I don't know which one it was. Was it Miss Beaks?
0: It was Miss Beaks. That, guess, that yeah. she
1: hopes that she gets hit by a yellow school bus. And that would be like in middle school. This is like sixth or seventh grade. Yeah.
0: uh Sixth grade. Uh, girl. <laughs> Six, sixth grade. Miss Beeks was my homeroom teacher. And she just was doing the most. She's like, she is on some dumb shit. Like, wouldn't let me get, like, a filter form or something out of my locker. I was trying to tell me to give my, like, friend my combination and I was like, you got, like, in my mind, I'm like, what if me and this person isn't friends anymore and they got my locker combination and shit come up missing? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm still, like, me and this person never fell out, but still, it's just the principle. I don't want somebody having my password to my locker combination and so I told her that, and she sent me I to Mister Panhor's office.
1: I mean, you weren't you weren't wrong in that particular thing. Which again, I feel like that was a, a odd ask. You know what I mean? Like, why would you rec- Like, that's the whole point of having like lockers, like with locks on them. And then what was y'all gonna do if she went to my locker at another time and like took something out? Exactly. So no, I I, I get it.
2: So,
0: we'll but, continue with your story. <laughs> I mean, no. but, being, but being a middle child has been an interesting thing. Yeah, so
1: I, I think that's a lot of what her issue is. So, what they need to do is just give her more, like they said, positive attention, um, positive recognition, and give her some attention. You know, when well, you've got three kids, 5'11 kids, autumn kids running around them houses, like, I'm sure – Everybody is not getting an equal amount of love. So,
0: <laughs> girl, Scott was so sick when they when she was pregnant for the third time, and she was trying to have a baby shower. He was like, "What? What is this? You know, we only have sex so often, and then it's like you get pregnant every time, and we don't sleep in the same room, and it's just another kid. You already know you have everything that you need. Why do people need to bring anything? It's not that big of a deal." Girl. I do remember that. Because I think he,
1: well, I think at that point too, she was only using him for, you know, procreation. So, but he's the dumb one. Like, you ain't going to pull out though? Girl. That's the thing. Like, why are you surprised? Like, it only takes one time. And she probably times that shit perfectly. She probably <laughs> knows exactly what she's ovulating. Right. I'm like, he here. Like you said, he do that. Because I, mean? yeah, right. I would have been like, uh uh-uh. uh. No, you
0: ovulating today. We can try again next week.
1: Right. Like, she planned that shit out to AT and you slip right on in and come <laughs> right on out every fucking time. So, <clears throat> anyway, excuse me. Lord, I had a frog in my throat.
0: Obviously.
1: <laughs> anyway, what else is going on in the press? Um, I have a list.
0: Speaking of Kardashians, uh, Chloe's best friend Malika announced her pregnancy, in the strangest way possible. I just thought it was just a regular ad uh, when I saw it on like Baller Alert. Oh, that sick. Yes, and it's like on a face.
1: I'm like, girl, because it's like it didn't have like a like a blue screen, like a purple screen, like background. It was yeah, it, it was definitely odd. I I mean, let me go look it. I, I feel like first of all, who does she go
0: with? She was going out with Ot Genesis, this rapper, but I don't know if they even together anymore. It's a white background, but then the the cap to the peace stick is blue.
1: Oh, okay. It's just
0: a little too close to her face to me.
1: It 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 did look just very like ad. staged ad versus yeah. here is this like candid moment, like I'm sharing with the world, like here's my peace stick. Which again, like yo. Just tell me you're pregnant. I don't need to see the stick. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's I just, don't know why people, like, I was just watching when I was getting my hair done. It was like an old episode of Blackish where Bo is pregnant and she, like, pulls out this pea stick. I'm like, well, y'all stop with the stick. Use your words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'll be different once our time comes and we'll be like, oh. But I don't know. I, I just feel like, it's just, like I said, it's just a little too close to her face for me. Uh, well, I guess it's her pee. And this is a big-ass pee stick. Like, this is a big-ass pregnancy test. The pregnancy test I have take have never been this big. I it's, feel like
1: they'd be big.
0: Not this big. Maybe like, the angles. Yeah, I don't know. This is like a toothpaste uh, <laughs> thing. It's that big. But, yeah, no, I, I don't know goodness. who her baby daddy is. Maybe it's OT Genesis. Maybe it's not. But, hey, girl, yeah, congratulations. I'm like,
1: I, I, yeah, I'm good from on From us and Clear Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because she's the perpetually, like, single one. Yeah. Because so, wasn't she going with one of those? Um, girl, she was going Jersey out with, like, situ-
0: Yeah, she. Was, I think she was going out. Not with the situation. I think it was the... What is that guy's name? I think it was Mike. Know. No, no, it wasn't Mike. It was one of them niggas. It's the one with the stiff hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Didn't they all have stiff hair?
0: You right? Oh, I don't
1: well, know. Yeah, well, good congratulations, to you, girl. girl.
0: <laughs> and then uh I'm putting Rihanna on pregnancy going preg, to watch I
2: because
0: I know everybody is just thinking that Rihanna is just enjoying her back best life and eating good i however beg to differ because what i noticed in a flood of instagram posts recently uh she always has a bag or something covering her midsection
2: mm-hmm. now
0: maybe she bloated i don't know mm-hmm uh and maybe that's what I should do because I look bloated in my bed section all the time <laughs> and I hide it with a bag because bitch I was bloated on that trip and Chantel just sent me pictures from the boat party girl uh-huh. good everywhere <laughs> and normally I'm good at sucking I wasn't sucking enough Um you're but,
1: probably drunk so you ain't think to do it
0: you right so <laughs> um and all these Instagram posts is just angles turned, uh-huh. ruching in midsection. I'm telling you. And then there was a photo of her with, uh, damn, who was all in this photo? So I can't who does even. She, who does she go with right now? Girl, she's still going. She, girl, I, if I was her, I would have been had a billionaire baby. She go well, with that billionaire. He used to go. With, um, he used to go out with Naomi Campbell. Oh,
1: still?
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, girl, that motherfucking rich, rich. I would have been had his baby.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, whatever she is, I hope she's living her best life. But you know what? She, well, you just never know. Because I know, like, people were saying that um, maybe she was pregnant. And she had definitely, like, drank a sip of wine after, like, the fancy thing. But then I was like, so she wasn't pregnant. But then I was like, you know, the doctors do do say that you can have, like, a glass of red wine. And like she literally just took a sip. So if she was pregnant, she could have been doing that. But I also feel like it's like after a certain trimester that it's okay for her to like. Have yeah, this it's have, yeah.
0: And I feel like it's towards the end. But I'm right. gonna send you this photo. It is a okay. picture of her and the uh Hadid girls. I almost call mm-hmm. them twins. They are not twins. They are not. Uh but she it, it's it's just in her face. Mm-hmm. you know it's one thing like like me i
1: got a good that fat don't go to my face that fat is all <laughs> well as a person who um is hella top heavy when i gain weight it goes from the waist up including my face so i don't know
0: yeah so i want but. you to see it is it because it, it's it's definitely a difference from her Fenty show mm-hmm. to this photo which was taken the other day okay so I'm putting her on Prager's watch and congratulations to Cassie who is pregnant by fucking Alex Fine. Who they got Fine. married the
1: other day. More I saw. Motherfucker. Okay. Okay. Did, did he do or did not post like some shady ass comment about her? Like somebody said, I think he had made a comment about like, she had like a bottle of Ciroc and he was like a blue dot ad. Um, saying something about like no sauce or no flavor or something like that he had all these hashtags did you see that no girl it's on his page
0: maybe he deleted it
1: um i don't know if if he deleted it somebody screenshot it because i don't think i saw it on his page but um yeah basically trying to say like shading alex because he like white and plain and dry or something like that i don't know
0: uh, I'm trying to look at his comments. I mean, his uh, tag just, photos.
1: You know, I just wish Diddy just. I hope for his new woman, whoever he. Oh, he do he still date the Harvey girl? I, don't, I I have no idea. So whoever he decides to spend quality time with, I just hope that he treats them a lot better because Diddy is definitely. <laughs> the one that lets them all get away from, um, who um, oh,
0: damn it. I mean, he can't look all his playboy ways. It's too easy for him.
1: <sighs> good luck to that digger. <laughs> uh. Um, anyway, I have a little bit of my own press and okay. you, you probably don't care, but I care kind of. Okay. Beyonce, what is it? <laughs> so it was just announced that Spider Man will no longer be leaving the MCU. I so, thought
2: we knew that though.
1: No, I think it just came out like Friday. I I feel like that
0: was it was like in speculation for a long time. I heard something about this like a few well, weeks ago.
1: Well it was in speculation and at a few weeks ago it was like, nah nigga like we taking our shit back. Like Sony was like not having it. Um but I guess Sony and Disney came to an agreement finally that appeases both of them. So Disney and Sony are actually going to like co-produce the next homecoming movie. Okay. And I think it was some. however they're doing like the profits, like I think like Disney is going to get like 25%, whatever it is, it's supposed to be kind of like this groundbreaking type of like partnership or something like that. So I don't know. It's very interesting. Oh, I can't say it's interesting.
0: So uh, it's not, okay. Don't be frustrated, sissy.
1: <laughs> I'm not. You know, honestly, my Ford of Forks is still with Tobey Maguire. Like, that is the true Spider-Man to me.
0: Um, it's like I'm, he just disappeared. Where 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 did he go? He disappeared and Elijah Wood disappeared.
1: Elijah Wood had a show on. I okay. know.
0: I was trying to watch it.
1: Um, it was on Toby, FX. Yeah, it was. Um, I forgot what the name of it was, but I feel like it still come on. If it doesn't, it hasn't been off that long. Um, I feel well, like I'm not, is, is it Wolford? It's the, with the dog. It, it's something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Um, Wilfred. Wolford. Yeah. Yeah. Nonetheless, I don't know, girl. Like Toby was like hot, hot, hot for a second. And he just kind of fell off. Like, I feel like he got married and probably he's just out here trying to, like, raise a family. But I, 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 I haven't seen him, see him in Hellas. Okay. And some people just kind of fall off. You know what I mean? Like, um, it was something we were watching recently and it had Brendan Fraser in it. I don't know if you have seen Brendan Fraser lately.
0: But not you lazy, not girl, just the mummy. Wait, I think girl, actually he might have been in a TV show after girl, the mummy. Girl, you used to love
1: them white boys. Girl, Google that man. When I, when you talk, oof. When you talk about somebody fell off. Like, he, it's like a Marlon Brando type of like, what the fuck happened to you type of thing. Like, he got fat wow. and, he, fat and balding, okay? Like, ooh. He he almost looks as though he got sick. Like that's how different he looks. Wow. So, girl, when you get a second, definitely look that up. I'ma like look be, now. I'm gonna look now. Girl, look right now. Like when you, Oh, I wait, why well, I almost type in Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? Like Kobe Maguire. He made maybe he didn't age well. Like he was already oh, like girl.
0: Avoid problems. Girl. He was never attracted to me anyway with them wild eyes. Them wild but, eyes always look drugged up.
1: But still though. But to, from going to like Georgia the Jungle though to this. Yeah. It's like you ate yourself.
0: I mean, he was perfect for Georgia the Jungle because he looked dumb as hell on that cover. I'm looking at it right now.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, he definitely had that, like, Neanderthal, I'm barely getting by, you know, (laughs) type of Dog, he was in
0: his, I remember, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Hello. Mommy.
1: Hello. Are you going to be in
0: a movie this, or he was in a movie this year with John Travolta and Morgan Freeman?
1: Yeah, that's the movie that I'm talking about, that he kind of popped up in, but it's just like, ooh. Okay. Rough.
0: Dang, yeah, used to watch Blast from the Past all the fucking time. I
1: loved Blast from the Past. Do not know Ugh. why, because Christopher Walken scares the fuck out of me. But used to stay watching that VHS tape. <laughs>
0: Girl, oh, he was on some episodes of King of the Hill. Strange.
1: Girl, I will only listen to his voice, because that face, she Girl. Is over. So who knows, maybe that's what happens to Tommy McGuire. Like, Toby McGuire was barely cute.
0: So I always thought white... he was adorable. I thought, cause like, I thought him and Elijah were be like adorable white kids, like white kids, you yeah. know,
1: but that's so. the thing. Like a lot of times you might grow up and you grow ugly. So, <laughs> oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my Anywho. Gosh. Uh So before we, let's wrap it up, but I have yes. one. It's just two more. It's okay. a man uh, in Texas. He filed for divorce without his wife knowing, and <laughs> he was wanted. And so he turned himself in the other day with his new wife.
1: So okay, okay, because I feel like you could definitely file for a divorce um, unbeknownst to a spouse. But that right, spouse, I'm like
0: it happens all the time. It's right. a lot of
1: celebrities out here that was like, I found out when y'all found out, right. <laughs> Girl. so but did he just like file for a divorce and just like disappear
0: well what they're saying is is that he he was wanted for perjury because they're trying to say that he forced her signature
2: oh so yeah, yeah. so that's what
0: court are showing because there's two signatures to speed up the process it was like this amicable divorce so he can run out and get married to damn. this new chick yeah yeah
1: damn yeah mm. so
0: he's like he's Standing his ground. He's like, I ain't do that shit. I ain't our signature. But yeah, niggas.
1: You know he mm. black. Damn. You know what? I didn't think he would have been. Honestly. He, he yeah, he black. I, well, I heard
0: it. I was like, this some <laughs> nigga shit. And then I saw his face. I was like,
1: yep, I was right. That's hilarious. Girl, did uh did you read that article? Well, I guess you did briefly because you commented on it. Um, the white dude who killed his father because they cut his <laughs> allowance. See, allowance. now that's some white shit. niggas ain't doing that first of all you got an allowance okay right that nigga was grown grown hella grown like hella grown bitch it was it's the 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 headline was like princeton grab so not only did you go to like this super prestigious school you also graduated so you are like good and grown and you are getting like this weekly cycle like he was getting like a thousand dollars a week a week to do shit with education right and and, they still was giving you money that was like okay so what we need for you to do is you know like be a man and and get a grip and get your life together so what we're gonna do we're gonna still give you some money we're gonna give you 300 dollars a week which is still hellas for just like existing girl i don't even recall
0: ever getting an allowance we didn't
1: Right. I think it was briefly a time where mom had like toyed with the idea of giving us allowances but it was all contingent on like doing chores so and I feel like that that concept lasted for a week like and that was it but it was never this thing of here's your weekly allowance kids like it was never right. that it was like get in here do these dishes um, pick up I swept Y'all pick up the pile. Right. <laughs> Even though she never asked us to pick up the pile, she just left the pile there. And we were supposed oh, to magically know. she
0: still do that dumb <laughs> shit. <laughs>
1: we're supposed to magically know to pick up this pile of trash, but whatever. But yeah, did not get nothing. I will say like, if we asked for money for certain things, we did get it, but it wasn't like, here's $20 for the week. None of that. So the fact that you was getting $1000 as a full grown Ivy League educated man is like fuck you. And then you're going to kill your daddy because he cut your allowance? Like this is girl, you know what shit. I could
0: do with an extra $300 a week if I had that Hello? as an allowance? Hello. I'm like, like, I I'd be booking flights. I'd be saving $100. for a
1: trip. Extra $100. If I just even if I just saved it. You know what I mean? Like, oh my goodness. This is what I mean about like ungrateful, elitist, privileged kids, specifically white ones out here in this world, like that are so entitled. This is why they think the world owes them everything is because yep. your parents keep like instilling this entitled behavior. Like, yep. how else? you know what I mean? Like, how else was he supposed to? I get why he probably snapped and killed his daddy because I like, this is probably some type of behavior that has been drained into you all your life. And so once it got taken away, like you didn't know how to function, you didn't know how to do anything. You've never been taught how to even like make it in the world by yourself or develop the skills to be successful on your own and this will be like the type of motherfucker who will be like Trump or something talking about how you know my daddy gave me this so I can he only gave me this amount of money so I can start my multi-million dollar business like he only gave me a million dollars like that ain't shit you know what I mean like it's it's just ridiculous to me when I saw this shit but they they did lock him up he is going away for 30 years but then they're trying to claim that he is mentally unstable how? Even the mama
0: how? Even the mama. I'm like, okay, bitch. Listen, you, you again. I'm I just difficult. I just I just can't. Uh but speaking of white bullshit, uh, we're gonna wrap up to hot shit. Uh hot you... shit <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why that came in my
1: head. Do not know we the girl.
0: Uh with we going to call her Klu Klux Karen. That's what the internet has been calling her. Damn. Um, Her name is actually Heather Lynn Pat- Patton. Um, a video surfaced earlier this week, oddly, in my neighborhood in Eagle Rock out here, uh, of a white woman yelling at this black woman on camera, calling her, fuck you niggers, I hate niggers. She said, I kill a nigger, but the law says I can't kill the niggers. If the law didn't say I couldn't kill the niggers, they'd all be dead. This is happening at a CVS. She's jumping up and down, stomping, screaming, everything. And you know this bitch is a wardrobe stylist. She's a costume designer here in Hollywood. And who helped identify her was motherfucking Patricia Arquette. Mm. And, you know, Patricia Arquette contacted the... Like, it's like like the agency or whatever like you know like you you're probably like a cia or right some right, right. Sort, so she could lose her job so she did lose her job but coming to find out this bitch has worked for uh, shonda Rhimes on several of her tv
1: shows and like worked with hella black people and you acting like this girl because they don't care okay and then patricia arquette it's probably trying to save face because she was saying some fuck shit. Essentially, how black women need to um be more supportive of this whole like Me Too movement and like equal rights movement for women because like we've supported civil rights or some shit like that. So it's y'all time like black. Oh, uh, when the fuck come. that bitch say that shit. Uh she said that shit like at an award show or something. Like she was like Oh, bitch. I'm going to follow Girl. her. I've been following her for hellas on Twitter. Fuck her. Girl, yeah. So she was on her whole white feminist uh, tip that particular day. So she was probably trying to, like, get in good, like, you know, get some street cred or some shit like that by turning that woman in. Um Two, that's that's fucking typical. It's fucking typical. Like, you always have a problem with folks, but you don't have a problem taking my money. Um, You don't have a problem getting this check. You don't have a problem getting this dick from black folks or whatever. Okay, but then you can walk around and say shit like that. Just like I was talking to you about the other day, like that whole um, loving documentary where the dude was saying like how his mother, who was white, had voted for Trump and he just could not understand how they was getting into this huge argument and he just could not understand how like his mother, who is married to a black man and had a black son, could be in support of someone who, whose main agenda is the detriment of Black folks, and so Black and Brown people. So how can you support this person? It was just like they they don't have any sense of um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. What they what what a lot of white women do, which is why we are always in these fuck positions, is that. They have been so oppressed, but they still have some form of privilege over everybody else. You know, like at the end of the day, they are a white woman. And so Mm -hmm. they would rather protect that little bit of power that white men give them than to actually stand up against injustices that could threaten their power. And that is the type of shit that this woman's up here doing. Like, you are saying all this shit because you probably are at the bottom of the totem pole. Like, nobody gets a fuck about you. You are probably, like, some basic ass whatever. And for whatever reason, you felt the need to, like, say all of this shit. I don't know. I don't know yeah. her under the jail, but they're not. Because she's going to be a white woman. She's going to shed some tears. She's going to cry her way out of shit. Like, they are trained to do. And she just gonna go about her day. And then she gonna act like she is the victim in all of this when she loses her job or when she is this meme forever and being teased and ridiculed or whatever. She gonna be on CNN crying and shit like motherfucking Barbecue Becky and all them other women who do the same shit. And then when they get called out for it, now it's just like, but I'm a white woman. Like, why are you doing this to me? Girl, bye. Like, yeah well that wraps up shot off the presses yes nice and wrapped Um, (laughs) I guess we can go into our black business okay so um, this past week um, this girl I actually went to college with her I don't know her but she a (laughs) black woman out here you know (laughs) making some shit for herself. So I'm going to front like she, my sis and I'm proud of you a girl. Um, but Mono's hair, like she has had a blog for years. Um, she went to Mizzou and she just been blogging and having a whole like YouTube show. She has a huge following um, all about like natural hair care um different regimens you can do she always done like product reviews all this stuff um she went from doing that to um opening up her own like small salon in Aveda and I think it was like in New York okay and, um so she had been doing that for a few years as well you know doing all types of tutorials been really heavy in the um natural hair care movement and recently she has collaborated with Sally uh Beauty Supply and came out with her own hair care line. So it is Ooh, called that's dope. Mo Nose Hair. And it's only available at Sally's. And I recommend anybody getting in. It just feels like I what I'm loving about all of this, I feel like black women have not had ownership in our hair. Ever. You know what I mean? Like well, all since the Madam CJ products... Walker. Well, I mean, yes, Madam CJ Walker, yes, but if that's not something like can you get a Madam CJ Walker product right now?
0: No, that's what I was
1: saying since. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in like the modern um era of hair care, you know, we have not really had all of these um very accessible products to us especially for natural hair, you know what I mean? Like a lot of these owners, they, if they are black, they're men. So, you know what I mean? Um, Or you have established companies that had maybe like a hair care line that caters to blacks, but they're not necessarily owned by black people. And so to get some women who really are out here Going beyond, okay. I'm just gonna private label something because I feel like low key that's what Gabrielle Union did. Like when she, I don't know if you remember, like Gabrielle Union had came out with a hair care line like some years ago. I um, do not remember that girl. Yes, yeah, she definitely came out with a hair care line, and I don't think it really went anywhere. Um, I remember telling my mama, and she was like, "But girl, I mean." Is Gabrielle Union known for her hair? Like I never see her hair and think, Oh, they look good.
0: <laughs> no, and that's what I was gonna say. I'm like when I think of Gabrielle Union, I think uh I would say more so recently she's worn her hair, but if mm-hmm. if it was like to protect like washing weaves and wigs, that's what I think of <laughs> when I think of her hair. I no shade, sure but like, shit.
1: And again, that was a you know, like that was still a good feat in itself, like but I, again, I think it was something that was probably like a private label type of thing. Whereas you have people like Tracy Ellis Ross and now, um, you know, Mo doing her own thing. You know, you get the sense that these women are really involved in like creating and developing a product and actually testing it and trying it and, you know, legitimizing it. Cause I mean, I feel like anybody could pay to throw their name on um that's a bottle good. you know what yeah. I mean. and so you know I, i'm just very proud um and as a mizzou grad you know being that's really her, dope and you know next time you're in sally uh definitely check it out
0: yeah that's super super dope shout out girl to you yeah because... i'm just happy for
1: everybody doing some shit
0: right okay <laughs> getting getting out your own way and shit glowing up which I guess kind of her story would segue us into our sisterly advice
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, called It Takes Time. Yes,
2: that so it does.
0: It does. And I know a, few, a while ago, I believe we touched base on how long it took Tracy Ellis Ross to come out with a uh, pattern beauty. And she mm-hmm. said it, it happened right after Girlfriends ended. And you were also telling me about um the lady who on Potomac, Real Housewives of Potomac, which I have to get into because
1: you do girl.
0: No, no, no. And it's so crazy because I remember it got mixed reviews the first season and I watched the first season. Mm -hmm. And I knew they I knew them light skinned hoes was with the shits. And (laughs) I should have went back and and continued to watch it. But yeah, you were telling me a story about someone who was starting a fragrance and he was like uh that's a year and a half this all she came up with
1: so let's talk about it yeah for sure like on that particular episode um the grand dame uh i think her name is karen also (laughs) (laughs) but she came out with like a fragrance line and of course you know like these shows they all about the drama so you always gonna have somebody like talking shit throwing shade or whatever the fuck like that's kind of what they build their whole brand off of Because if everybody got along, it would be boring and nobody wants to watch, you know, black women actually liking each other and actually supporting each other. I should not be watching this shit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But nonetheless, um, she was coming out with um, a perfume, like a fragrance. And, you know, they were just like, is it ever going to come out? Like, she's been working on this forever. And it's just like, you know shit does not happen overnight that's why they have like the whole saying like Rome wasn't built in a day like you don't make these empires um to come up with them yesterday and then today they're in full working development it just does not work that way like and we all have to start from somewhere and I feel like too the fact that you don't see these immediate results does discourage like a lot of people especially a lot of people like maybe in our generation I know they love to say how millennials so to speak you know like we want like this instant gratification and we don't want to work for shit and I feel like you know on some level for some people that might be true I think that's probably more um, valid for like the millennials on the younger end of a spectrum but like millennials like around our age like the older ones I don't think that's the case at all like I feel like we definitely grind it's just because of technology and you know like our access to things I think it just looks different than when our parents were doing you know, X, Y, Z to either like start a business and become successful, you know, things like right. that. So, um, but yeah, like you have to put in the work. And I think too, it always feels like, you know, maybe you started your LLC, maybe you started this online store and you have your product out there ready and available, but you're not getting orders. You know what I mean? Right. I, just, I feel like, Again, this shit takes time, you know? And I think it is a matter of like, how do you, and a lot of it is like, you can't just sit back and wait for things to happen for you. You know, like, what are you doing to like draw that attention? You know what I mean? Like it's a combination of things. And I think we forget that everybody had to start somewhere.
2: Like Mm -hmm. you
1: can't get to the success without going through the struggle like it just doesn't work that way. So, you know, like you just have to stay focused and keep chugging, keep your blinders on, um stop looking at other people's lanes, like only focus on your lane because all they're going to do is distract you from what you're trying to accomplish. Um and just keep moving forward, and that's all you can do because you just never know. Like I'm sure this girl, you know, she never probably in a million years thought that this was going to happen, at least like the way that it happened. I'm right. sure like as a cosmetologist, as a person who is doing the hair, you know, that's one of those, you know, like those dreams that we all kind of have, depending on what your you know, your focus is like me doing interior design, like, oh, I would love to design, you know, like, I think my like, quote unquote, high in the sky was like video sets and movie sets and, you know, all of these dreams and fulfillments that we want to have, um, but you don't necessarily, like, think they'll come true, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And when they do, you're just like, oh, I was just, oh, Like, I just never for real, for real, imagine being here. Like, it always sound good. And so when it actually arrives, you just are like, wow. So I don't know. It's just one of those things where you just have to be patient with yourself and don't rush yourself because you have to go through all of those steps in order to be successful, like you have to make the mistakes, you have to, because that's the only way you're going to learn, but you also have to just put yourself out there in order to get the feedback, in order to learn the lessons to then get better, you know what I mean, and try to secure your success with that much more information, and, you know, you have to start small, and it takes time so that was a sisterly advice for the week yes I love it it. good I love you boo I love you sissy I just felt like telling you oh oh what I
0: (laughs) I, I feel like I don't tell you enough do I tell you enough I feel like we say it in weird ways. So I, I really don't know. It doesn't even phase me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we tell each other a lot, but just in strange ways. Or like, I know that if we hang up and I speak Sim talk, yes, you I'm know like- what I mean. <laughs> Speaking of the Sims, check your Facebook. I tagged you in an interesting story theory about what happened to, um, uh one of the 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 you know pre-made families the mortimer Mm -hmm. the mortimer family oh for real bitch you gotta read it it's so good it's so good okay okay. oh yes I forgot about them I know (laughs) so y'all y'all can catch us on the Instagram at this is my sister and me Mm -hmm. And, and we have a Twitter account and it is also my well, actually, it's just my sister and me. Instead of "this is my sister and me," my sister and underscore me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Read our tweets. Uh, well, my tweets. First because of all,
1: first of all, I've been tweeting. So, what you talking about? I didn't say that you hadn't been tweeting, but I feel uh, like it's a joint effort here. Okay. So, they'll be calling out my lack of tweetage. Okay. I won't. We are joint venture because then I have to call out your lack of gramming.
0: Yeah. Uh, well,
1: you know, here we are. We got Twitter. Huh. <sighs>
2: okay.
1: <laughs> if you want to follow our personal pages, you can find me at my life is Nell on Instagram and Dominique is st angeles on instagram yes. and then what is your twitter your twitter uh, is still
0: pretty sadity, yeah it's pretty sadity i'ma change it uh and make a private page for my uh i'ma change it st angeles and then make it a private pretty city page so when i'm famous famous you know y'all wanna work at e and i really want to talk shit y'all can have that private page information and don't be sharing my shit with tmz and whatever You're making me lose my job
1: <laughs> anywho okay girl well that wraps it up for this week thank you yes, guys for I, tuning in we appreciate it i
0: thoroughly enjoyed this episode and i, I love you too. girl
1: and i love y'all
0: our listeners um yeah and share subscribe
1: uh five-star review sorry. yes five well, star. i forgot we five-star chicks five-star review and goodbye <laughs>